Dear Authors is a plot twist conversation with published authors, service providers, and publishing professionals, all discussing the ins and outs of book writing and book publishing. Hey, hey, good people. My name is Janae Brown, and I am the founder and the senior publisher of Open Book Publishing. And I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dear Authors. So Dear Authors is powered by Open Book Publishing. And Open Book Publishing, we help leaders write and publish their books in 180 days or less. That's right, leaders. We can help you publish your book in 180 days or less using our Dumb For You publishing services. And because authors have so many questions about the writing and publishing process, we are here for dear authors to talk all things writing and publishing. So for today's episode, we are discussing book launches, book releases, and everything in between. But you guys know I write books and publish books. I do not do events. So we have a very special guest, Miss Brianna Wolf, who's going to join us today to discuss how to curate a memorable, a memorable, I can't talk today, a memorable book launch. So, hey, Brianna, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. How are you, Janae? I am good. I'm so, so, so good. Um, good day to you. I'm super excited for today's episode because like we were talking about in the um, green room, I know how to write and publish books. I do not how to throw an event launch, a book <laughs> launch, all that type of stuff. I was like, but I know somebody who does. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Here to help. Right. So I'm super glad to have you here because I think that, you know, book launches, book releases, it's the intersection really between what I do and what you do. So I'm glad that both of us are on here to really help authors navigate how to really curate a memorable and a lucrative um, book release and a book launch, right? So I'm yes. super glad to have you on, my dear. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Of course, of course. So let's get right into it, right? From an event perspective, what is a book launch? Like, Tell us what it is. Yes. So a book launch is essentially your hello to the world. It's your, I just wrote a book. I want you to know, hey, y'all, I've been working real hard on something. Here it is. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, a little bit different than what your book signing would be. I know people tend to say book launch, book signing, two things. A little bit different. Um, so it's essentially, like I said, it is your your hello to the world. It is putting out there what your book is about, what your book represents. Kind of um, a little bit of your, your brand, your brand of your book. You are showcasing that to the world with your book launch. Um, so it is a chance for your readers to get to know you a little bit, um, especially if you're a first time author, they're right. not going to know anything about you. So it's your chance to showcase that. Um, it is your chance to showcase, you know, what, again, what you've been working on. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit kind of what a book launch is. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because you mentioned that a book launch and a book signing are two different things. So a book signing is just them going and signing the book, right? Yeah. Book signing is typically your book has probably been out a little bit that you, they've read, read your book. And so these are people who are coming um, who want to meet you and get their book signed versus, like I said, your book launch is the very beginning stages of um, the book that you've created. 
And thank you for that clarity because I personally have seen, and I'm sure some of our listeners have seen too, a lot of intersection between the two where at the book launch, there is people signing, well, the author rather is signing the book. So mm-hmm. a lot of people do have like, well, what's the difference? So I'm so glad that you provided that clarity. And I would even go a step further and saying like book signing is typically what occurs during your book tour, especially mm-hmm. if you're doing an in-person tour and you're stopping at various bookstores, the book signing is what happens during the tour. But the book launch, like you're saying, it's just like a, hey girl, hey, we out here. <laughs> exactly. And I was one of those people too. Before I started like looking more into this and got more into events, I didn't know the difference between book launch, book signing. But that's why I'm here now and after experience, I know. So <laughs> super good. Well, thank you for that clarity. And so now that we're talking about book launches, right? Is there anything specific that should um differentiate a book launch for a um a nonfiction author versus a fictional author. Are there anything that should be different for the two? Um, I think that your book launch, uh, well, back up. I'm all about personalizing things and making it very specific. So your book launch should imitate what your book is about. So you don't want to have a book launch, um, let's say, that's for kids, like a kid's book. Mm-hmm. And you're tailoring it towards like a biography type of book launch, something that's very, um, I'm not going to say boring, but like very direct, very, a little bit more tame versus like a kid's book. You want sure. something that's going to be a little bit more lively. So you want to be able to tailor the type of book launch that you do to the type of book you wrote, um, which is very important because again, like I said, people are coming to learn what, what your book is about, what who you are as the author, what you are about. Um, so that is, is key. Um, also, I think it's about the type of place that you do your book launch, the type, the time that you decide to do your book launch, the, um, like what you're going to have there all kind of depends on the type of book you wrote. Again, if you did something that's geared towards kids, the type of place you're going to do a book launch is something completely different than if you're writing a book that's geared towards adults. You're not going to do it at um, kids library. You're not going to do it at um, a school, things like that, where you want more adults to come. So just little things like that, um, you might not think are like big deals, but they matter in deciding, you know, the details of your, your book launch. I'm really glad that you said that because I talk a lot to authors about keeping their reader in mind. And I find a lot of times, um, especially for first time authors, the book is so personal to them. Like it's like their baby, they're married to the book almost. And so they want all these fun things that are unique to their personality, but doesn't necessarily draw the type of audience that they want to be there. And so mm-hmm. to your point, if you wrote a book about event planning, right? Yeah. And it's event planning for entrepreneurs, but you're a mom who just loves your babies and your kiddos, you probably still should not have the book launch. <laughs> kids library we know that you love the kiddos but it's for entrepreneurs right 
so it's super important to keep the reader in mind because your book launch is a way like you said to announce who you are to the public and that's part of your brand and mm -hmm. so your book, everything connected to your book needs to be directly connected to the brand that you're trying to build because your book is an asset to that brand. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. I love how you said that. Yeah, asset to the brand. Asset to the brand. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really, really is. And so when we talk about the launches, right? I really want to get into your area of expertise. This is where Brianna comes in, okay? These wow factors. So me and Brianna have conversations privately, y'all. And she's like, no, it has to pop. And, and I'm like, it's a book. Like, what are you talking about? But there's always a wow factor that I've heard other event planners besides Brianna talk about. And so what do we do? Um, as authors, as publishers, when we are curating um, a book launch, we want it to be memorable. We right. don't want our readers to forget about it. We want to connect their experience to the book to start at the launch, to be very frank. And so that's where you come in with all these wow factors and the pizzazz. So how yeah. do we do that? <laughs> the fun stuff. Oh, so wow. <laughs> um, So first thing, I'm going to start with like you said, an asset to the brand. Brand is important here. Um, so branding, branding should be one of your like top priorities. Yeah. You want to have yourself branded every, well, not everywhere, but everywhere. everywhere. Um, so your signage to be one of the first things you prioritize when you're putting on a book launch. And signage doesn't have to be like, you've got some huge billboard out there and like that, but like you need to have um, even as simple as, I mean, it's a book. Have your bookmarks there, something people can actually grab and hold on to. Have some type of either step and repeat if you want to go that route or have um, one of the like trade displays. So you need to have something like visible that people can see, um, especially something a little bit bigger so that folks that are not necessarily right in your vicinity can still see that as well. Because that will also help in drawing in a bit of a crowd for your book launch. Um, so branding and signage is definitely key. Um, we'll get into this a little bit later. It's not the cheapest thing, but it is a priority. Um, so for sure. Um, plus it, it, it helps with that that wow factor. Mm -hmm. For every event that I do, I always have some, some type of big signage there and it's always a focal point. Um, second thing is having some type of focal point in your room. Doesn't need to be anything like crazy over the top but something that like draws people's eyes to the sit either center of your room um if you're gonna have some type of food and beverage maybe something that draws people towards that area so it could be something as simple as a balloon display um doesn't have to be a super grand balloon display but balloons are easy ish mm -hmm. depending on the route you want to go with those mm -hmm. um but something simple as that um, you could have something a little bit more fancy and go, you know, I want to have a little, I don't know, champagne wall put up. Folks mm -hmm. love their champagne. Have that with your book, you know, drinking and reading. That's what I like to do. So right. how we get the book sales. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Um, so you want just like little touches here and there. And then also try to incorporate something that is specific to your book. Um, so Again, let's say if I'm writing a book on event planning, 
I may do something where I have uh, even an event table set up. I may do a mock dinner table set up that I have there. And I may have my books set up at that table and have people coming to sit down and have like a little mock dinner for an event like as an event that I would do, um, but also a little bit of time for them to sit and talk to me and get to read a little bit of my book. So just different things that bring in a little bit of you, bring in a little bit of your book, but also you want to draw in eyes. And again, if I if you forget anything else I said, signage, please, please, please make sure you do your signage. That is key. Yeah. So those are really, really good tips. And I love how you are uh, discussing how to intentionally pull things from the content of the book and integrate it into the actual book launch. And it's almost like a, a wedding the whistle type of effect where you're uh, helping the readers and the guests of your book launch to kind of get um, a taste, if you will, of the book by integrating like various little things that are reflective of the book um, at the actual launch. Yeah. And then question for you, Janae, I, I haven't been to a ton of book launches, but yeah. Um, so since this is your field, has there been something you've seen at someone else's book launch, but you're like, oh, wow, that was really something neat or I never would have thought of that. So what I have enjoyed the most um, at book launches are the readings. Okay. I enjoy when we all, and this is because I'm probably a nerd, whatever, but <laughs> I like that it's a launch and a party type of thing. There's a cocktail situation where we're celebrating the author and there's press and media, friends and family, readers, all of that jazz is great. But the reason why authors are my favorite kind of people is because I like books. So yeah. I love when we all sit down, we're quiet, and the author is is reading a um, excerpt from the book. And that's my favorite thing because when you get the book, you read the book in your head, right? right? But very seldom do you have the opportunity to hear how the author envisioned it. Unless, of course, you get the audiobook, which I do recommend all authors to get it, uh, to write an audiobook as well. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get your nonfiction books into an audiobook, but that's for another episode. But <laughs> um, I enjoy having um, a book reading, uh, launches that include a book reading. I enjoy launches that might have a host where you have an individual who's um, asking you questions about your journey and why you wrote the book, who the book was intended for. I like the Q&A that also opens up to the audience where we're having a conversation where, because some people might have purchased the book through the pre-sales and maybe got some um, exclusive chapters or gotten um, a, the ebook while they re waited for the printed book to be here. So they mm -hmm. might have already read the book some. And so they might have questions about, well, what did you mean here? Or how can I use that there? Or what made you put that there? Uh, your readers have questions, especially non, um, excuse me, especially fictional um, readers. They tend to, one thing they love more than the book is the, re is the author. 
Yeah. They really want to be all up in your business. Like they're so curious about who you are versus like nonfiction readers. They are here for information. Like yeah. if you're writing a book about how to purchase a home, they want to know the ins and outs about purchasing a home. And so they might ask you questions and be like, you know, on page 47, when you talked about various uh, types of lenders, right? what do I do? They might ask you questions that's pertinent to them specifically. So I enjoy intentional engagement. I guess it's a long story short where the author is reading the book. The author is um, asking questions from the audience and, and, or the author has a host that's asking them some maybe pre-issued questions as well. That's what I tend to enjoy. I love that. And you just reminded me of something. Well, two things. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as one, having the host there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of having hosts at my events, especially yeah. um, for like launch type events. For example, I just did a a, um, a TV show uh, party launch. And so we had our host there for that event. And just having that, it kind of ups the vibe of your event sure. especially when you get the right host he's very you know lively energetic and kind of draw that crowd in um so that's definitely great to have um, and then also like you said just having that that conversation having the author be able to read the book it allows for those questions and the conversations um one of my friends actually she's an author and wrote a book and this kind of leads me into more of the virtual space of events yeah. but um, we did a virtual event um, book launch for her initially because it was COVID time mm-hmm. and just having that space for her to be able to read. And it says we were all just virtually, it was just a, an open form of just questions for her. Again, um, obviously I knew her very well, but for those who didn't getting yeah. to ask questions more about her, why did you, why did you write this book? Questions about the chapter that she read and understanding a little bit more behind that. So um, definitely, yeah, very, very important, awesome aspects yeah. of that. Just, and again, it's about getting to know you as the author. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what this is. Who are you? What is your book? What is your brand? And so allowing for those moments to have that conversation with your readers. Yeah. And I love that you said that because one thing that I think that we have to be mindful is connection. And people support, people buy, um, people uh, find their space with you as an author and whatever brand that you're building, using your book as an asset when there's intimacy because there's trust that comes from that. So even in a um, book launch that has 150 guests, that's a whole wedding, but... <laughs> 150 people there you still want to create intimacy um you yes. still want the audience to feel like um the guests rather to feel like they were right there with you um as if they were the only people in the room so that's a different type of wow factor if you will yeah. um but certainly a wild factor. And so you touched on something with your friend's book that I wanted to, I didn't even think about, but I would love to explore a little bit is virtual book launches. Mm-hmm. We, depending on who you ask, um, we are out of the pandemic, depending on who you ask, right? <laughs> right. At the end of the day, people are outside. So with people being outside, should we still um, invest in having a virtual book launch? Yes. I think one thing that 
did, um, I guess, a positive from the pandemic is this this virtual world. Um, because although I was tired of it after a while of just being virtual, it allowed for like the, the dual purpose. So even if you are outside, I'm very much outside. If you are outside, you still have folks that are not, or you may have folks that just cannot physically get there. Mm-hmm. So allowing for that virtual space still allows you to include them. Um, and even if you're not doing a physical event, just strictly all virtual, that's totally fine as well. It's a little bit more um, intimate at times mm-hmm. it can be. Um, it's to me needs to be a little bit more structured though, because sure. you can tend to lose people. People have a short attention span. And so especially in a virtual environment, you want to make sure you got a structure, you've got you want to make sure you're kind of sticking to your time so that you're not losing your readers um that are interested in there. But it allows for it's it's literally just you, just you and them. Um yeah. there's no other outside distractions. So a perfect time for you to have those one-on-ones for them to really um, get to know you and have their their questions answered by you and for you to share. Um, and then also, I mean, not everybody can is in a space to put on a book launch right now. So a virtual way to do that without having to worry about the cost of it is, yeah, going on a virtual platform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's and I think uh, the conversation we were having earlier about the host, I think that's perfect um, or necessary yeah. for the virtual spaces. Well, like you said, because we definitely want to keep folks engaged. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that the host is there. So something that people have asked me so much, and I was like, this is a Brianna question. So tune <laughs> <to> your authors <laughs> is curated list. So book launches you know is your um hey girl hey we're out here we wrote a book which is great invite your friends invite your family amazing but you should definitely be intentional about inviting people who fit into two categories one category is your typical and ideal reader so if you wrote a book about financial literacy and how to consolidate your credit, you might want to target your guest list to invite people who need information about how to consolidate um, their credit, who needs information about financial literacy. In addition to that, right, you also might need to there's no mic. You also do need <laughs> to invite press and media. You need people who are going to run articles and blogs. And even if they can get some recordings of you to share on their platform or some news outlet platform or any type of media are all great to have yeah. at your event. And so, Brianna, what are your um, what is your advice to an author about how to create a curated list that encompasses their ideal reader as well as press and media that can help with the support of promoting the book? Yeah. Um, again, you kind of touched on some of it. Is again, okay. you're gonna you're gonna have your your friends and your family there to support you, but yeah, you want to invite more than just your specific target audience. Because again, who you may think as just your target audience, they might know somebody else who's probably a part of your target audience as well. So you don't want to limit yourself to, let's say I wrote a book on for teachers to just inviting teachers because somebody's grandma or whatever, she may not be a teacher, but she probably works with kids 
or someone at the local church. She's probably not a teacher, but she may do Sunday school. So you don't want to limit yourself just by focusing on, well, I only wrote this book for, for teachers. I'm only inviting teachers. Um, so that is important. Uh, the other part of it is, like you said, inviting media, media and press. Reach out to, you know, who your your local media are. And especially in this, this social media world that we're in, yeah. don't be afraid to message people on social media and reach out to, like, local influencers. Mm. The, they are, not all, but a lot of them are having positive impacts. Um, even, I'll give you an example right now of one that is doing remarkable things like on the tiktok platform mm-hmm. um if you're on tiktok you've probably seen it but keith who is a, a influencer in there who reviews um food but who's just out there just all he's doing is just eating eating food like we do every single day but mm-hmm. sharing with the world and changing people's lives so don't be afraid to reach out to your social media influencers um there you have them on all levels so you don't have to go for like the Kylie Jenner's of the world, but like there are other people out here doing that, um, utilizing your your local affiliates. Um, you'd be surprised a lot of your local um, news stations, they actually have people that work specifically looking for things like this. So mm-hmm. reaching out to them, they probably have someone who, if maybe they're an intern, maybe there's someone who's only been there a few years, but they have some people dedicated to looking for um local stories so yours could be something like that where they share that on their morning morning news network mm-hmm. um and then as far as your guest list uh, we talked about this before but tapping into um like facebook groups mm. facebook groups are huge um one they can be so helpful in providing you with contacts of people or they mean like hey i know somebody who's great for this or they may be able to connect with another group who may be great for coming to your book launch um, or even just bouncing ideas off of people. So tapping into Facebook groups, whether you want to join an author's Facebook group, whether you want to join a Facebook group that's full of teachers because, hey, I wrote a book about teachers or just various Facebook groups. Um, I, I'm a part of several Facebook groups just as an event planner, and it's been very beneficial for me. Um, and then the networking aspect I've gotten out of these Facebook groups should be very surprised. Yeah. Um, so tapping into into that um, definitely helps with curating, you know, that that perfect guest list of who do I really want at this launch. So mm-hmm. I guess all that to say, you want a little bit of everybody, but really focus on um, not just being so zoned in on, I only wrote this book for so, certain people, so I'm only going to invite those certain mm-hmm. people. And I, I totally agree. And I think that you um, you mentioned something that I think that a lot of authors overlook is local media and local press because everybody just wants to be on CNN. Everybody wants to be on the masterclass with Oprah Winfrey, you know? Everyone <laughs> wants the big national press. And I am in full agreement that you should um, reach for the stars. But I definitely think that there is a pace that is required. There yeah. is, um, and that can be founded in your local media. So local radio stations, local news stations, even local magazines, because you'll be surprised depending on what city you're in. There is so many, um, I guess you can say like indie publications that you know feature culture and the arts, feature entertainment, feature yeah. books and things of that sort. So find where you jam, you know? Um, and another great point that you mentioned was influencers. I 
think press and media is great, but the people who really change the game when it comes to books are people who are book reviewers and book bloggers. And a lot of those folks are now dominating in the social media space. And what social media has done is it made everybody accessible. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the amount of people who slide in the DMs, (laughs) write a book and asking me questions changes the game. It's it's almost like they have your phone number. Yeah. And they could. And so I definitely recommend for you to certainly um, utilize your resources to curating your list, but do it with um, have decorum. You know, because you can't just be sliding in people's DMs, people like there has to be some etiquette around that. And we're actually going to there's another episode that we have about collaborations. So make sure you tune into that so you can know how to slide in the folks DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because you don't want to turn people off and get some bad press, right? (laughs) But certainly um, curate an intentional list that encompasses more than just your friends and family because you want as many eyes on your book as possible um and so definitely curate your list because the goal from a publishing standpoint the goal of your book launch is to promote and sell your your friends and family we already know they're going to get the book, but we, so we need to get people in the room who can help expand your reach at your book launch, which will be fruitful for your book signings and your book tours that Brianna had mentioned, especially those Facebook groups. You're so right. It's a game changer. And it's a game changer. And on like LinkedIn, mm-hmm. the LinkedIn groups as well. And what I'm starting to see, which I love that the pandemic has done, is that the book tours can be totally virtual. Like you can have tour stops into Facebook groups and into LinkedIn groups, right? Or like with your podcasting, you can legit have a full book tour sitting at your house. And not go nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting at your house, but it's good to... I would say build those relationships and continue in um, nurturing uh, those relationships. And one thing that I tell all the authors, the leaders who we help become authors is that you need to go through your low hanging fruit list. Mm-hmm. Like who do you have in your Rolodex? Who do you already have in your network right now that you can leverage to say, like if I was to be, writing a book on event planners. I know I need to tap into Brianna. I don't know. I don't have access to event planners, but I know somebody who does. How can we work together to reach this common goal? So also tap into your resources. Like Brianna said, you don't know whose grandma knows who. (laughs) So definitely the people that you have in the favorite section in your phone, the people who are always um, sending you memes and reels on your DMs, those are that's prime real estate like those are people who can definitely help connect you to other people so definitely capitalize on those folks for sure for sure and actually just i thought of something that i forgot to mention earlier as far Mm -hmm. as um with your book launch you should uh, also have somebody who's there just documenting everything 
because mm-hmm. as long as that social media, um, yes, you want folks to be sharing about it on social media, but you want to also have a presence on your own social and have those that document from your book launch. So make sure you have somebody there who is getting video, getting video of you reading a chapter from your book, getting those photos, all of that, that will also help in curating your your presence as well on online and with social. For sure. Content. Yes. Get the content. Content. Content is everything. And one thing that I like about content, especially video content, is that you can repurpose it. You can legit have a book launch in January and show clips from it in June as you are relaunching, or even if you just want to get more book sales for the month of June, you can pull some of those clips from the launch in January and use it in June and voila magic, you know, content does not expire people. Okay. So make sure that is the top people on your list. (laughs) (laughs) People are going to get the content and that's really And I didn't even think about this, but that's a really good point because you also want to make sure that you have, um, that you're intentional around um, elements of the digital space into Mm -hmm. your live event. So you might, so you should maybe get a hashtag, right? You should um, have- You know what you should do with that? Put that on your branding that you're going to have at your event everywhere. (laughs) Yes, hashtag what to add. Tell people, you know, to add Miss Janae B, uh, at uh, Nicole Events, put our hashtag. And when they take pictures, when they're posting their videos, they are creating a whole virtual experience on social media. Like, you need to make yourself a trending topic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can even go as far as um, having your own QR code. Yeah, and having that branded and have that either linked to um, your book's website or linked to your social, or you can even have it all on there linking to that, or mm-hmm. you can even link it to something where they can reach you directly um, mm-hmm. if they have more, you yeah, have more questions about the book. QR code this, reach me this way, and we can chat. Like just mm-hmm. different things like that to kind of help with personalizing it, but also again adding to that that digital platform. Uh, for sure content people do not miss an opportunity. <laughs> do not miss opportunity so brianna we've talked about a lot of the fun stuff right but something that we have to have a real conversation with is budgeting like these things is like oh let's do this oh let's do this but we also have to um consider the cost and not just consider the cost because we want a penny pinch but because i don't want our um listeners to get gypped right Right. like i want them to be informed when they are putting these things together or you can just call uh brianca wolf and have her run this whole thing but that's (laughs) another shameless plug but. (laughs) but brianna what how much should we budget for? What are the things that should be included in the budget? Um, itemize things for budgeting for a book launch. So first you need to ask yourself before you go down this road mm-hmm. is um, one, how much money am I okay parting with if I don't see that money again? That's you start question. there. That's um, a question. Because if you're in a space where it's like, if I let this, let's say $1,000 go and be hurting, then we probably don't want to go into a big 
um, you know, in-person book launch right away. It's okay to go the virtual route right away, which is a great way for a money-saving route to do that. But let's say you're like, you know what, I'm I'm going big. I want to go all in. Then you want to think about, okay, where do I want to have this book launch? Is there going to be a cost for the venue? Are you able to find a spot where you don't have to pay for the venue? Because that could be a big portion of your, your cost. Um, if you can find a venue that's free, fantastic, jump on that. Um, but if not, you got to think about that. You got to think about, okay, do I need to pay to have things like just tables and chairs? Do I need to have that? Do I need to pay for... Uh, my food and beverage, how much is that going to cost me? How many people am I planning on inviting? Um, so just like the basics of those are things you should plan to budget for, um, as well as are you going to do this yourself? Are you going to be a DIY type of book launch? Or are you decide I'm going to go all out and hire Brie Nicole events to put on my event and you're going to have to hire right. a planner because yeah. that could be more expensive. <laughs> that could be more expensive going that route. Um, so it's all about one kind of getting an understanding of one where you are financially already um and then once you know that deciding how grand or how not necessarily small but the scale that you're you're willing to go for this book launch and it's okay to be like if you know i'm not there yet where so i can do this grand book launch do a smaller one and you can still do another launch down the road later and do the more grander scale thing if that's what you're you're interested in um so when it comes down to the the numbers, it's always hard for me to give numbers. <laughs> we'll give ranges if it's easier. Let's let's see ranges. So okay. let's for if you're in a virtual book launch, you know, you don't really have to worry about too much. A couple hundred bucks just to focus on having some type of branding virtually. Mm -hmm. um, if we're going in person, you're gonna want to start at about. Fifteen, I'm gonna say about the fifteen hundred range, okay. To like fifteen to twenty five hundred, if we're gonna go small, and that will vary depending on where you are, uh, what what state you live in, all things like that. But mm -hmm. I'd say start there, just so you can take care of all those things I mentioned. Like, what is a venue gonna cost me? Venues, venue may be the most expensive thing that costs you a thousand dollars right there. Mm -hmm. That's eating the most of your budget. So, um, just thinking about things like that. Um, and then you could also be as grand as, you know what, I'm throwing all the money at it and yeah, like, as much as like five grand or more. So mm -hmm. it all varies, but it's important to, like I said, think about how much money am I willing to part with? And if I don't see that back, I'm okay. Because obviously you do want to make sales from your book, which will help right. you get that money back. Mm -hmm. um, but that may not happen right away. So you've got to be in a space financially to know I'm going to be okay doing this. And this is an investment into my book and into my future. Yeah. And I'm glad that you coined it that way as an investment, because yeah. for me, I have like a rule. If I'm going to, um, if my book launch is the budget is going to be this, then I also have a goal of how many books I'm going to sell at this event so that I know that the money that I'm putting in, I'm also going to get back. And I think that's how we have to look at it. This yeah. is not just a party, right? This right. is definitely, in my opinion, a fundraiser to the <laughs> Well, yeah. we are intentionally um, selling a product, 
Um, we're intentionally making connections to sell the product in bulk. We yeah. are intentionally um, inviting people who can help us expand our reach to sell the product in bulk or to leverage for us to get into other rooms. Like, especially for my leaders and nonfiction authors, you may not, God forbid, but you may not sell one book, but you might leave with a speaking engagement. Mm -hmm. Right. We're at the speaking engagement. They're paying you to speak and then also asking you um, to sell your books at the event or the book sales are embedded into your contracts. Right. So you yeah. have to think about how you could leverage your book launch to ensure that you get a return on your investment, which is the budgeting for this event. I also think to my authors to be mindful of um, your pre-sales, right? Yeah. I talk about this a lot. If you guys follow me, my Pro Tip Tuesdays, I talked about how your pre-sales is a form of crowdfunding where you could sell the book through your pre-sales and repurpose the money to do things like finalizing your editing or finalizing your book formatting, but also to fund your book launch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you could pre-sell your book there and recoup your money. And so I think, you know, it's important to have the wow factors and Brianna to come in and make it an event that no one's going to forget, but to make it an event that you're not going to forget. You want to make sure that you also have a book plan. What is going to be the goal for sales or for connections at my book launch so that you can see a return. I'm not in the business of doing anything for nothing. You know, yeah. like you have some type of intentionality. And so um, I definitely think that that's something that you should totally look into. For sure. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, like I said, in, investment. You are you're making an investment in yourself. Um, mm -hmm. And if you're not going to do it, who is? So you might, you might as well. So um, and then just take the time to plan ahead um, with that. So like, don't just, oh, I wrote a book now. I'm going to just jump into the book launch right away. Like as you're working on your book, know that the book launch comes a part of it. So be planning ahead and budgeting ahead yeah. for when that time does come. Budgeting ahead is definitely key. And again, you could always do a virtual book launch. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that your launch is subpar or the great value version of book launches. It's very well something that's still very um, common. Right. Yeah. And then also to what Brianna was talking about earlier, you get a lot of content from a virtual event because it's already digital. Right. Yeah. So definitely think through what you want, how you want it, and how you can get a return regardless if it's virtual or in person. For sure. For sure. You got yes, it. Yes, ma'am. So I think we've solved the world's problems. Covered. <laughs> <laughs> everything book launches i hope this was a great um a great interview a great show for you guys and that you've learned a lot and so before we wrap up um brianna share with us how our listeners could connect with you yes so you can follow me on instagram which is at brie nicole events um you can also hit me up on my personal page which is at brie nicole um, dot w my website brie nicole events .com. 
um, feel free if you ever have questions on events, um, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, let me know. Um, if you need help with an event, if you're like, I don't want my, I don't want to do it. I'm hands off. Take over for me. I got you covered. Just give me a, a call, DM, text, whatever. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for all of our listeners, you know that you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at obpublishing.com, as well as visit our website, www.obpublishing.com. And I always leave you guys with a dear author's affirmation. And so my affirmation for this episode is your book launch is an investment into your book career, your author career, rather. So be very intentional with every element that goes into planning and it's okay to delegate, hire somebody. I call Brianna for everything. (laughs) (laughs) And so remember authors that this is an investment into your author career and I'm looking forward to seeing all the amazing book launches that come from it. So until next time, have a wonderful day and be well. The Dear Authors Podcast is powered by Open Book Publishing. Stay tuned for a quick commercial for our authors. Have you been thinking about writing a book? Has anyone ever told you that you should write one? Do you want to write a book but don't know the first thing about writing or publishing? Then Publish Like the Pros is just for you. Publish Like the Pros is the playbook for high performers to write their first book like a seasoned pro. Within the book, it covers book writing, a simple three-step publishing formula, and organic marketing. To grab your copy, visit thepublishingpros.co.